Hi, I'm Maddie Adams. And I'm Liz Adams, and you're listening to Courageously Kind, a show dedicated to inspiring courage and spreading kindness. Our hope is that these conversations spark conversations of your own, so we all can find the courage to be kind. So this interview today is kind of a long time in the making. I feel like we've been trying to schedule this interview for like a while now. Yeah, and when we were going over our plans, I was like, how have we not done this interview already? Liz has asked me like three times, didn't we talk to Carter already? (laughs) And we did, but we talked to Carter for his podcast, which we are going to get into. He hosts two amazing podcasts that are so aligned with what we hope to do at Courageously Kind. Um, So it's just a no-brainer that we would connect at some point and get to chat about all the awesome stuff he's doing. Um, And we finally get to have him on today. We are so excited. (laughs) Finally. Yeah, Liz said at least three times, like, haven't we already talked? And we have talked to him, but just not on our show. So we finally were able to get scheduling worked out. Carter is also a college student and hosting two podcasts. So He's super busy, we're super busy, but stars aligned, and we were able to get him on. Yeah, we can't wait for you to hear the conversation. It's really just three college students, you know, just chatting about life and what we're all doing. Yeah. To try and make the world a better place, um, and maybe you can relate. <laughs> Without further ado, here's Carter. Let's jump into podcast e things, <laughs> but if you want to start... By telling us a little bit about yourself. Where where are you located? Where do you go to school? And what are some things you like to do for fun? Absolutely. Yeah, first, thank you for having me on. It's so fun to, to talk to you all again. It's always a pleasure. My name is Carter Dvorak. I am a, a fellow podcaster with Maddie and Liz. I started in the kind of good news, positivity world. My podcast was called Positivity. I did it with with some friends I met during a virtual internship in the summer of 2020, which, you know, the time that many podcasts were born, (laughs) I feel like, which is great. I'm so happy to see it. So we would um, talk a lot about good news and like just kind of the inspiring stories. It was great during like COVID to have a lot of like vaccine updates and, you know, see people being kind to people and not just really awful all the time, because I feel like that was what was getting a lot of the recognition. Some, Some of it kind of rightfully so. We're talking about a lot of the important issues, but it also at least for me, it kind of, I found it helpful to like come back to some stories of being kind and some stories of just, yeah, being like optimistic. So that was really fun. I I still do positivity, not as much as I'd like to. It's hard kind of wrangling like four different people together now that we're all in college. We're not just kind of like (laughs) sitting at home, like sitting in our homes, hanging out. But kind of as that was coming up, I started more of a personal endeavor also, I talked to Maddie and Liz on positivity, and that was an awesome episode. Yes. And that's how we met almost a year insane? ago now, is I think when I first oh reached out. It really is. It feels is. like so much longer than that. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? Like, it, a year ago, at least for the yeah, senior year marching band season, yeah. that feels like forever yeah. ago. That's crazy. <laughs> Can't believe it. Yeah. Absolutely. And then in, I started recording this in February. It didn't come out till April of this year. I started another show called the Student Council, which is like C-O-U-N-S-E-L, because I think in speaking <laughs> puns, just as something you should know about me, is like exclusively I, I think it. in puns, which is really fun during Halloween because I can sit there and be like, okay, like Halloween costumes, Lockwad, do Lockwad? <laughs> um, like, is there anything there? But so that's really fun. 
but that show, I, I started kind of as a senior. I really started it wanting to to talk to students at colleges yeah. I'd applied to. Like, of course, I toured them, and I think tour guides are very valuable and, like, great information. But one-on-one -on -one with students, particularly, like, students that I kind of found through, like, social media, whether they were doing, like, TikToks about the school or in, like, yeah. cool kind of clubs, was really nice to, like, reach out. So I started talking to those people. And now that I'm in college, I just really love talking to, like, my friends in college and people like all these other schools. So I've talked to Maddie yes. and Liz about Marywood on that show, which was super fun. I love hearing about other colleges, like especially stuff like Marywood that I don't feel like I see as yeah. much otherwise. So that's really cool. So a lot of my time is taken up by, by podcasting, things like that. I am a first year um, business major at the University of Michigan. So I'm kind of living that life right now, which is really fun. It's, it's a great time in Ann Arbor. The weather has been gorgeous. gorgeous. Football has been fun. <laughs> like, yeah. Sunny in 60s, which is almost uncanny for, like, the end of October. It's a little bit unsettling, but I am going yeah. to take it as long yeah. as I can. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So you you mentioned that you host two podcasts. What have you, what have you learned in your time as a podcast host? Yeah. Ooh, everything. <laughs> um, when I think back to – I was thinking about this recently. Like, when I think back to – I think even just pre-pandemic, like the, the person, like who I was kind of pre-pandemic, there's so much I think shifted over that time. And, and I learned so much. I mean, there's like the fundamentals of like, I can operate iMovie yeah. and Logic now, which is very yeah. nice. So that's great. I think I've learned to be a better mm. listener and like a listener and a, a conversator, yeah. if that's a word in general. Um, I, I think that like, it's funny at college now. I'm in I'm in a um, consulting club, and like one of the parts of the consulting club is you have to have coffee chats. Usually, much less coffee involved <laughs> than expected. Um, I've had coffee chats at Noodles Ooh, and Company all around. So, oh yeah, very fun. But it's funny. Like I was talking to somebody, we were talking about it, and I was kind of just you know talking about what we do in the podcast, and they're like, "So you've been coffee chatting for like two years?" And I'm like, yeah. "I guess I really have." Yeah. So, but it's really fun. I've learned to like. I love asking questions, and I think that as I've kind of continued down this route, like, you know, I, I think the first interview we did was, like, we had a guest on Positivity, like, three episodes in. It was our, I think it was the person who designed our oh, graphics, cool. or maybe, like, I think, she, no, she was doing our, uh, like, production. She was kind of running the anchor side of the show. But we had her on, and, like, it was, I think it's a good interview, but I just the way that I've kind of, like, geared questions, and, like, you kind of, you learn how to ask good questions. You learn how to basically really get to, I think, the core of what people are doing. I see that a lot in your show as well. You guys ask thank phenomenal you. questions. Thank you, thank you. It was not always like yeah. that. I totally agree. We went back and listened to our first interview, too. Oh, and yeah. It was kind of painful to listen to. We were so nervous. It was it was like a cold email. Oh we had no idea who this person was, but we found their organization and loved it. But, yeah, totally agree. You, you kind of learn on the go. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You do. I also feel like I learned uh, it's not as much of a skill now. During COVID, I feel like doing podcasting, I don't know if you experienced this, helped me be a better, like, operate better yeah. on Zoom. No, for I don't sure. know what it was, but, like, I had a level of confidence. Like, you know how, like, in Zoom classes, it'd just be kind of radio silence? Like, the teacher would ask a question, you just kind yeah. of sit there and be quiet. Because, like, I felt over time, like, I increased confidence in Zoom. I wound up a couple times being, like, the only kid on Zoom in some of my, like, classes in person. And I was able to, like, yeah. function there which I think helped by, by podcasting, by getting comfortable talking sure. in these settings, which opens your yeah. world up a lot. Like you can, you know, the post, hosts of Positivity were all across the world. The guests that I've talked to have been all across, you know, the U.S. and you, you guys have the similar yeah. experiences. Like 
even this, right? I feel like we would never probably see each other in like right. day-to-day life, but it's cool to develop these yeah, relationships. Yeah, totally. I, I feel like that is like how we can use technology for good too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like to get to connect with some yes. people. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It really is. We're taking it a really course is. this year called Media Culture and Society. And we talk a lot about this sort of stuff and Ooh. how we use media and technology and stuff. And and one of the theorists talked about like a global village and how like mm-hmm. technology has the power to just like connect us all. And I thought that was so cool. That is so cool. Dang, oh, I want to so take good. that course. Comms majors are, <laughs> are the coolest. Like I, I like I definitely want to take some comms classes, yeah. some writing classes, like stuff that's not physics related at school because I, yeah. I think it's so cool. I, I really have loved it yeah. so far. What kind of courses are you taking? Are you like mainly business heavy sort of things? N- not yet. The business the the business program at U of M used to be okay. a three year program, and then they kind of added on this fourth mm-hmm. freshman year, and I think that. The, like, the class, like, I'm only, it's a one-credit business class this semester. We only meet for, like, the first half, and then now it's more, like, external co-curriculars to go attend and stuff. But it's really there to get you, I think, acclimated to college itself and to the business school, which is a nice, it's a nice class to have just to kind of, like, put you in that space and get you adjusted. Like, I think it's really first week to seventh week, which is, like, the last mm-hmm. one that we had. I really definitely felt a lot more comfortable in this business school, and I think they did a really yeah. good job with that. So... I'm also in an econ- economics class, which is another kind of businessy requirement. But otherwise, I stack my <laughs> schedule pretty Good. well, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody um, in the like the advising situations, if you're maybe a senior going to go to college in the, in the fall next year, get an advising date yeah. as soon as you can, like as early as possible. It will suck that you have to do like two weeks worth of class prep right after graduation, but it will be the like most worth For it thing sure. in the world because you get to take the cool classes yeah. you want to yeah. take. Because, so we have to do a first year writing requirement, and I, I chose mine. It's a class called Great Performances, and you get to. I, I like read the description. I was me like I'm in. You get to go to all these different like shows and performances happening in Ann Arbor and like through the U of M school, through yeah. University of Michigan, and then you just <gasps> get to write about them afterwards. So I've gone. I've seen Winton Marsalis wow. live, which was incredible. I've seen. I just watched. Um, this was honestly the most surprising one. It's like. The Rite of Spring is like a Tarkovsky ballet. It's something I never would have seen on my own, but it was so, like, such a cool experience. They poured, like, they had, like, part of the show, I think, like, they poured dirt across the entire stage. Like, there's a 30-minute intermission between, like, the first and second half for them to wheel out five dumpsters of just, like, peat moss and just dump it. What? And it was so funny because, like, as they dumped them, people (laughs) were applauding. Like, everybody was all in on them. Like, they were raking it. I'll I'll have to send you pictures because it was so cool, but... I love that class. I'm in a sociology Ooh. of music class, which is pretty wild yeah. as well. Yeah, it's really interesting. We've talked a lot about just like kind of the different way music groups function. It's a really, it's essentially teaching like sociology and sociologists theories through the lens of music. Like what would, you know, Weber say about like how music affects yeah. mental health or whatever. Like interesting, really interesting Ooh. topics. So I really love that. And then the last class I'm in is stats so just like a classic old statistics yeah. class kind of yeah. fun not too bad but that's awesome yeah sociology of music yeah. that's awesome that yeah is so cool. amazing <laughs> getting back to your so podcast we always ask this to anyone who hosts a podcast and it's always the most difficult question and i don't even know how to answer it so if you can't answer it that's totally fine but out of everyone that you have interviewed and you don't have to say us um <laughs> Do you have like a favorite 
do you have a favorite episode or do you have an episode that was maybe like most impactful to you favorite guest situation that's yeah. really tough it is like i think interviewing you two and then like this developing relationship has uh. been something really cool like this is i think the most that like meeting and interviewing a guest has turned into this kind of long-running thing this is like the third like, yes. completing the trilogy of <laughs> maddie liz and carter podcast episodes I which is it. really fun so i love that i think the the one that i, I definitely i have interviewed so many like yeah. talked to so many cool people so this is like <laughs> yeah. i love all of them it's hard yeah. it's like picking a child there's one episode kind of my first proper interview like when you were talking about cold emailing yeah. and being super nervous there's a podcaster and more than a like he's also an entrepreneur. His name is Michael Canavo. If you're aware of, he um, founded the company Super mm-hmm. 73. They make like electric oh, wow. motorcycles, which are very cool. Motorcycles and e-bikes. So like, I think they're finally breaking into like the street legal cool. motorcycle thing. I was, I was not like a motorcycle or an e-bike guy though. I was yeah. a Star Wars fan and he hosted a Star Wars podcast called Ooh. the Rex and Around Show on like a TikTok yeah. platform, which is how I found him. And he doesn't do the show much anymore, but he was, I think, one of the first, like, I feel like a lot of fan groups can become super yeah. toxic, right? You oh, see that on sure. TikTok. You see some of the discourse around Marvel, Star Wars. All Every community has so many toxic sides to them, but also so many good sides. And Michael really emphasized just bringing out mm-hmm. the positivity from it, finding the joy in it, and kind of letting, you know, the stuff that bothers you, like, sure, you don't have to focus on that. You don't have to make that your entire identity. is like, I <laughs> yeah. hate this thing. And I really loved that whole message that he had it was he was like i remember he released some episodes that kind of coincided with me getting the idea for positivity Mm. like really just honing in on like some of the cool sides of that so i think we started positivity in july and i think january or february i had kind of been thinking about it i just like cold dm'd him one day on instagram and was like this is never gonna (laughs) go anywhere this will never happen and then he got back to me within like a day and i remember like just jumping like up and down because it was like so sweet and then we had him on the show, and it's it was, like, just such a lovely conversation. He spent, like, I think I said to be an hour. He spent, like, it ended up being, wow. like, an hour and 20. Like, he was just so sweet. He, like, you know, it was, we were, like, he was, like, kind of making jokes, too. Like, we were having bits and stuff, which was really fun. And having this really great conversation, which was just so remarkably sweet. And I could, it's, I'm, I was so nervous, too, because if you listen to the first, like, if you listen to me do like the hi welcome to positivity it sounds like i'm talking like it sounds like the podcast is oh, no. it's not i am just like flying through sentences and it's so funny but I, I think the interview was super insightful it really like kind of hit me at a critical moment and it's been such a cool thing to talk about because like i remember i was in an interview and somebody like i had that on my resume like you know interviewed guests such as and they're like you talked to the founder of super 73 and i was like yeah and talking about that yeah. so it's really cool like I just think that episode was just such an impactful thing. I want to work for them one day, honestly, or at least like intern. Yeah. See what it's all about. Head to sunny California. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Yes. It was so much fun, but I love all all of them too. But that's just the one that comes to mind. It's such a hard. Whenever like somebody asks us that question, I can't can't answer it. Yeah. Um, Do you? Can do you have one though? Can I? Can I ask you the question? I think I had a very similar experience of like cold emailing people having no idea not really even expecting them to see it yeah and then having them respond within like 10 minutes i'm like yeah sure absolutely whenever you guys are free and it's like whoa yeah we just did an interview with um i don't know if you've heard of participant media they're a production company that has worked on a bunch of really cool movies um 
I can't remember any of them. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, Roma yeah. was one that just came out. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Like, I, I've yeah. heard of those movies. They, they're That's really cool. big on, like, pairing film and activism and, like, social impact, which we love. And we were able to talk to somebody from there, Kyle, who is their communications manager. So that was really cool. I think that is a favorite That's right so now. cool. And, of course, you. Of but, course. <laughs> yeah, but getting to connect with you so of many times has been really cool, too. Yeah. It's, it's so much fun. Yeah, this has been, like... I feel like the, the opportunities that have come from doing things like podcasting like this For is sure. just so cool. Like, because I feel like before that, I'd you know, see people like that, and I'm like, oh, this would be fun to talk to this person. But, like, the ability of, like, podcasting, or, like, you can actually kind of go do that. And, like, I guess you could always just reach out to somebody, even if you don't have a podcast, and be like, hey, I'd love to, to hear more about what you have to say. Like, could we just Zoom for a little yeah. bit? That's totally yeah. – like, that's a normal thing, too. I think, for me, I like the safety of, of making it a podcast and, like, kind of having, like, a – having a thing yeah. to do it with but I think even still like even if I never made the student council I probably still could have been like hey can I go like can we talk for a little bit I'd love to hear what you have to say about Northwestern and the clubs you're in or yeah. you like yeah we cool say stuff. all the time that like this is a very selfish thing that we're doing like we just want to talk to to people Absolutely. we want to talk to yeah yeah, yeah I'm yeah. curious Carter you seem like a very like curious person I love that like you are so invested you can just tell when we're in an interview with you you care so much about your guests and you really want to learn from them. I'm interested, where did podcasting come from? Did you listen to a lot of podcasts? Were you a fan of a podcast? How did that start? Yeah. That's a good question. The origin it the origin story I feel like happens in two phases because the first part the first podcast I ever remember like properly listening to in like middle school, I was a big fan of Rhett and yes. Good Mythical Morning. Yeah. I've heard of that show. I, I've I've kind of I haven't kept in touch with them as consistently recently, but I remember I listened to like their show Ear Biscuits. <laughs> like it, they revamped it when I was like big in a Good Mythical Morning phase. So that was like my first podcast experience. And then kind of shortly after that, in like eighth grade, a show came out called mm-hmm. Bacon and Eggs, and it was a movie review podcast, movie lovers show. And it was somebody, another YouTuber, the Super Carlin Brothers, who I'd followed, had, like, guested on an early episode. And it was hosted by the, the Super Carlin Brothers' brother, <laughs> the one that's not on the YouTube show. But that was, I think, the first podcast where, like, I, I listened to it and was just kind of immediately hooked. And, like, I listened to it. Or I remember I was, like, you know, they came out in October and I was listening to them mm. in, like, December of that year in, like, 2017. You're early. <laughs> and that was a really great show. I was an early one, which is fun. And, like kind of getting involved in like they had a Facebook group which was the reason I joined That's Facebook awesome. and like you know so that was a really fun like I jumped into that community early and that was really cool so I think that was like the first like oh this is like what a podcast does and even it's funny like you know I've watched that show now it's five years it's been out for five years now which is crazy but like they have it was interesting to follow their progression because I feel like you see this with any podcast where like I go back and listen to the episodes that I started with and it's a great episode but you can be like you can tell that it's sure. an earlier one, right? I feel yeah. this so much with my show, too. Like, I'm not th- – then that's not yeah. a diss at all. That's, like, a – you can just see the yeah. progress that's happened. But it's cool to, like – I think growing with that show is the one I'm like, oh, cool. And their community, I think, has so many people who are also mm-hmm. interested in doing podcasts or yeah. doing other stuff. So I think that was probably what started it. And then the internship was finally the place where I found some people to kind of jump in it with. Because I tried doing stuff solo and just kind of never really – I think I always need a little level of accountability <laughs> yeah. um, in general, like having another person there. 
like so once I had a team behind me I think it made things easier we could subdivide and I had that accountability and people to talk about things with that's awesome yeah how about you two then I'm actually really curious about this now what was your first podcast kind of story it was kind of I had a I don't know where the thought came from. I listened to, like, a few here and there. I wasn't really, like, a follower of any, but mm-hmm. I just would listen to it, you know, if I was, like, folding the laundry or something. Um, and I don't really know where it came from. I kind of was just, like, wanted to make something, and that seemed like something that we could do. And I went to Liz and was like, do you want to do a podcast? And she was like, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> well, I wasn't that hard, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> but I was like, why would we do that? Yeah. Yeah. And it was very much a learn-on-the-go sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We had no idea what we were doing. Oh, we, yeah. We, you know, kind of listened to podcasts for fun, but it wasn't anything, like, yeah. that we really loved and were passionate about. It kind of just happened. But, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you know that, like, and we talked about it yeah. earlier, but just, like, totally learning on the go. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm still learning so much. Oh, my God. You know, we've been day. doing it for two years, yeah. and I still feel like there's so much left to learn. Mm-hmm. But... I think it's cool to go back and look at that that yeah. progress. Yeah, I, it really is on both the shows that I think I've done and the shows that I that I just got to listen to and I've been a fan of for a long time. Yeah, no, it's I think the podcasting is the best thing as a learn on the go yeah. a little bit. You know, <laughs> like I think that if I because that was always what got me is I'd kind of start thinking and then I'd like yeah. overthink a little bit and then it would just like and not it would never be the right time, right? I'd like so you, sometimes you just have to literally. Positivity, I thought of on a Tuesday, we recorded on a Friday, we released on a Sunday. Yeah. Same, like, it, yeah, like, that was the pro- – because we had a due date on a Sunday. We had to create, like, a piece of content for the internship. Yeah. They didn't care what. I don't think they ever ended up doing anything with them. But, like, the due for date sure. helped me a lot where I was like, okay, this just has to happen. And then once we had one loop in, like, one week down, we were able to kind of repeat the process yeah. and it worked out. That has helped us a lot too. We're in an yeah. audio class this year and mm-hmm. we have to create a podcast and so we – have just been doing our podcast for the project, but it, it really helps to have that yeah. deadline. Yesterday, we bash created a bunch of episodes, and that really does help. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm ex- I've never done a proper batch creation before. I really, I'm excited to do it one day, though. Like, you know, the, the podcast where, like, we record, like, four episodes in a session, and I'm just it's like, oh, lot. my gosh. But yeah, and we're doing kind of, like, mini yeah. episodes, so they're, like, five yeah, to ten minutes, definitely. so it's not as bad. But, yeah, yeah. it's... It's a lot. We, like, scripted everything before and then just sat down for, like, an hour and a half yeah. and went through them all. Um, it's fun. It's a lot, though. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I think the first three Suko episodes I recorded, because I did those mm-hmm. earlier in advance, they, I think I, I think I did those yeah. three days in a row. Like, just by happenstance, the interviews lined up, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday after school. Even and I'm that's like, okay, a lot. That's fun. So yeah. that was a really cool experience. Yeah. So edit all those and, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a reason it took from February <laughs> for that to release. Um, but, yeah. That's awesome. Shifting gears a little bit, you had this really cool yeah. shaved ice venture this summer, and I want to hear all about it. Where where did the idea come from? Oh, I'm so excited. How did you make it happen? What's your favorite flavor? I want all the deets. <laughs> all the tough questions. We'll get to favorite flavor in a bit, because that's, that's, that's my politician. I'll give you a politician's answer <laughs> for that one. I love it. Um, but... That came from, so Shave Ice came from, it came from, I think, my mom, because we kind of co-started the venture, and I was doing more of, like, the front stuff and kind of leading that end, but it was definitely both our ideas and kind of running logistics of it. That was, like, another COVID thing. So much of COVID, so much of this stuff kind of came out of, like, pandemic. We we became, like, you know, people had, like, yeah. sourdough bread and stuff. We became I ice people it. in the pandemic. <laughs> I can't, I, 
no better way to describe that to you than like I think at some point early on, like kind of after like maybe like fall of 2020, we got like one of the ice machines that you can like it makes like the mm-hmm. crunchy nuggety ice yeah. if you know what I'm talking about. Phenomenal yeah. ice, the best kind of ice. <laughs> um, but like that was kind of so we just kind of had that for fun as like you know making like mocktails, mm-hmm. cocktails, whatever, like stuff like that, just to spice yeah. of life a little bit. And then another one, my mom grew up in California, and so she was around a lot of the shave ice stuff mm-hmm. on the West Coast. And we got just a shave ice machine. I think it was, like, on Costco.com or whatever, just as, like, a bringing some fun. Like, I, I'd always enjoyed shave ice. I get it in, like, you know, Disney World as a place you can get sushi and shave yeah. ice, and it's phenomenal. If you're <laughs> Good Epcot. to know. So I would always enjoy, it, like, places like there, and that was really fun. So we got the machine, and then when we got the flavors – we just really wanted to get like the syrups that were like kind of the real high quality stuff because yeah. we enjoy that. Like I think it's something that, you know, it was a, it was started as a hobby. So we were getting like, it's harder shave ice syrups. They're from Hawaii. They have like real Ooh, fruit awesome. in them. So it's like really nice yeah. quality stuff. And that was like purely we did that probably from like September of 2020 personally up and through, yeah, July of 2022. Like it was just like a, we had this shave ice machine and we would make these for fun. We'd bring it out during like, you know, when COVID kind of, lax and we have people over yeah. and bring them out there like it was just a really fun endeavor and then that summer we kind of wanted to travel the summer before college and so i had not really like locked down like a consistent summer job like i had in the past and so i was like i guess this is the time for like to do something like this where you know, control your own hours kind of start like running a little business so i just started it literally in the front yard of oh, our like that. house until the hoa was like you oh, can't do that <laughs> and i was like kill. okay so then we um <laughs> a little bit of a buzzkill, but it was nice. I, I ended up moving to a, it was honestly a bit of a better location, but that was a really nice thing. I did that kind of through like July, like kind of through July until like the start of August. And it was great. I could kind of control hours. It was a lot of like, it was definitely a learning curve even to that too, where like we just literally jumped into it. Like I was kind of nervous. I didn't really want to do it, but my mom was like, should, we should just do it like today. So like July 5th, like we had company over July 4th. I had like gotten over COVID like a oh, week geez. and a half prior. Everything was healthy. I didn't. And, but I was like, you know, like, but it was nice. It just kind of yeah. jumped into it. And after that, I got a, a rhythm going, kind of started to generate a little bit of hubbub and eventually was like kind of getting consistent customers. It took time to figure out like mm-hmm. the timing of it. You know, it was a lot of like, I'm going to go out on a Saturday from noon to four and we're going to see what that brings. And sometimes it was yeah. like two people and you just kind of yeah. had to rock with that and be like, I will not go out at this time again and we'll kind of keep learning. But it really was a great proof of concept and it was super fun. And I'm definitely hoping to bring it back next summer maybe bring it Do to college it. next year we'll see a little like football yes. tailgate oh, thing absolutely yeah <laughs> uh, and i'll give you my politician's answer for yes. favorite flavor um i love all of them as like uh in the classic sense we you know there's blue raspberry there's tiger's blood which is strawberry mm-hmm. and coconut like those mm-hmm. are just lovely i think the one that i loved because we were getting these from hawaii there were some that were like not typical shave mm-hmm. ice or snow cone flavors yeah. which was my favorite part because I love it when people either kind of go and open-minded. Like, I got, I was able to give people their first shave ice, Aww. which was such a cool experience at times. Like, that was yeah. wonderful. And I love it if they're, like, you know, either, like, make me something or kind of what do you, like, what do you like? My favorite, I think, was called, it's crackseed plum. So it's this, like, pickled plum. It's based on, like, a, a Japanese tree because a lot of shave ice comes from, like, j- like Japanese culture. Then they yeah. brought it to Hawaii. And there's kind of this, like, two different times of it, types of it. So I think I love that flavor a lot. It's just like it's this like sweet, sour, like mix in one, like with this nice fruit to it as well. That's definitely like personally a yeah, go to. So making me hungry right now. <laughs> yeah. 
I know. I'll, have to ma- I'll mail you some. It'll be a great box of soup. water and syrups. But I love it. Yeah, soup. But... Do you think this sort of like yeah. entrepreneurial – is that a word? That's a word, I think. Sure. Um, yeah, I think Do you so. think this is something you want to pursue in the future? Would you want to own a small business after college? Yeah. I definitely think it is. There's like the business school at U of M definitely puts a lot of emphasis on consulting and finance. And I want to explore consulting, but I also kind of went into it also really wanting to look at entrepreneurial work. And I just love like kind of taking it, it happens with podcasts, it happened with Shave Ice, like having like just kind of a thought, having an idea and like yeah. putting that into reality and like the whole process behind that is something that's so cool. Like to get to see something that was literally just kind of hanging out <laughs> in some neurons exist in the real world and have an impact on people is something sure. remarkable so i definitely would love to continue that and explore that so That's awesome. yeah well i can't wait so to see cool. where that takes you yeah. um we're so grateful for yeah. you Carter, oh for God. sharing your time with us today i'm so grateful <laughs> for you too i cannot wait to see where communications takes you you two are definitely going places it's so fun to like just watch your show and see everything that's come out of it it's like literally it's like it was interesting kind of as positivity dwindled it was really nice to still like i was really always happy to see you two because i'm like okay Aww. somebody is still voicing <laughs> this kindness into the world and like pushing that forward and that really just like it was a very comforting thought and it's such a great Aww. podcast well, thank so. you carter yeah. you Truly are doing it. amazing things with your podcast as well and it's yeah. really cool like to watch everybody like we've had a couple different guests on just that are our age to yeah. watch everybody grow and, and so cool. see where where they yeah. end up it's been really 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 cool it's it amazing. Is. We're in a really cool yeah. phase of life right now. There's so much, like, there's so much yeah. happening. But I feel like, I'd, like, we're gonna kind of come out of the next four or five years, and it's gonna be like, some big things are happening. So for sure, it's cool. cool. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Carter. This yeah, is awesome. If people want thank to you. Know, thank yeah, you so much. Any of your podcasts? How do they find you? Yes. Ooh, um, I'm pretty much <laughs> everywhere. Um. Student Council and Positivity are on all the all the pod places awesome. I think that you can find. Really, Samsung mm-hmm. Podcast is a thing. That's where like Stuco has like a third of our okay, listenership. I don't amazing. know what that is. So if you have a Samsung TV, I guess you can listen to podcasts. Interesting. On that, we which do is have fun. a Samsung TV, so, so we should try that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really fun. Um, so yeah, Student Council and Positivity are out anywhere. Uh, otherwise, my Instagram I think is Carter D Lucas. So if you want to find me there, I have like the link tree to everything else. You can. Check in on Shave Ice if you're in the Saugatuck, Michigan area next summer. I guess come and come and see, have some Shave Ice, hang out. So yeah, thank you so much for having me on. This has been a blast as always. Cannot wait to keep chatting with you oh, all well, again. Thank soon. you, Carter. We finally completed the trilogy. We did it. it happened. It only took us a we year. We did it. <laughs> it only took us one year, but hey, that's. I mean, on the movie spectrum, that's like you did like six years for a trilogy if you're doing exactly. good. So exactly. I'll take that. Always the optimist, Carter. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> always the optimist awesome awesome thank you so much thank you so much for listening to this week's episode for more kindness content check out our instagram at courageously kind podcast and if you liked this episode please consider leaving us a review on apple Podcasts and feel free to share this show with your friends take good care and we'll see you back here real soon